Welcome back, folks. Good to have you with us here on The Mark Steiner Show and your source for cool jazz and more. WEAA 88.9 FM, the voice of the community. We begin our program today talking about Baltimore ceasefire. Erica Bridgeford is in the studio. She uh, created this. Uh, she is the uh, director of training for, community, for the Community Mediation Maryland. And uh, this has taken the city by storm. Uh, it's become like a wave that's engulfed this town. She is calling for no shootings and murders in a 72-hour period starting on August the 4th. Uh, and she doesn't just talk that talk. She actually walks the walk. She's on street corners talking to young men uh, about ceasing the violence. She's become a force and a presence. She joins us in studio, along with uh, a man who's in the middle of all this as well, PFK Boone. Good to see you in the studio, yes, Boone. Sir. Thank you for and good to see you, Erica. Welcome. Thank you for having us. And you all can join us here at 410-319-8888. You can write to us here by email at talk at steinershow.org. You can tweet us at Mark Steiner. Let me start this way. Um, on your Facebook page, Erica. Okay. You, you, I'm going to read just something. You my wrote. Facebook page, page. I'm, I'm, is on my page. I am, I'm on your page. <laughs> <laughs> so let me read this. Let me start here. Just to give folks a flavor of who you are, and then we get into the heart of what this movement's yes, about. Okay? okay. You wrote once on your Facebook, a lot has been happening that has pushed me into accepting who I am. Oh, wow. In context with the people after whom I'm named, Patrice Lumumba, El Haj Malik El Shabazz, Erica Huggins, and Angela Davis. My parents didn't randomly choose these people. My parents knew me before I was conceived. They have prepared me. This nub and voice and mohawk are not <laughs> mistakes. <laughs> the pain and passion aren't coincidental. I get it, and I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> um, so first, before I go there, I just want to yeah. say that I think the reason that this movement is so impactful in Baltimore is because it's not about me. I didn't create it. The idea of a ceasefire is an ancient one. From the time anybody started killing anybody, somebody said, we should stop doing that, you know? Um, and it was two years ago when Ogun came to me and said, Ogun is like the godfather of hip-hop in Baltimore. No, I thought you meant Ogun, the Nigerian god. You're oh, talking about <laughs> <laughs> I was about to step He's back. He's the attribute of that. He's the attribute of that. <laughs> yes. Well, that's how he got the name. Through a rights of passage, right, right, right. they named him Ogun. <laughs> Um, because he is he is that, and so he came to me actually at a three hundred men march meeting, and and said he had an idea he wanted to do a ceasefire, and we kind of hit and missed each other, um, and I was heavily involved in you know pushing three hundred at the time, and so I'm not sure if we how we would have pulled it pulled it together then, um, but then in May my son said to me. Mom, did you know that the, the homicide rate is higher than it's ever been in Baltimore? And I got really angry, like, why don't somebody just call a ceasefire? And then I remembered Ogun wanted to. And so the next day I woke up thinking if I'm that angry about it, then I should do something about it, not complain about what other people should be doing. And so I reached out to, um, I called Ogun, um, I called PFK Boom that same day. I called Brandon Scott that same day. I called LNG, one of my best friends. I got permission from my children first to add one more thing on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so the the vision is that everybody will be involved in thinking about their responses to conflict. And everybody will be saying, I can make a difference in my neighborhood. I can make sure it stays safe around here. Whatever crew I'm responsible for, whatever people I know, we are making a commitment to peace. 
with a start at this 72 hours, leading up to this 72 hours, after this 72 hours, but a symbol that we all are doing it together for 72 hours. Um, so this thing about um, my space, um, that, that, that post, was about really just understanding not just how I show up in the world, but accepting my role in history, in Baltimore's history, that I was not born with one hand for any for just no reason. It was going to make me really understand how to look broken and be whole anyway. It was going to show other people that wherever their brokenness is, they could they were actually whole. Um, and um, you know, my parents wanted a boy and they were going to name me Malcolm Patrice and they got a girl and they named me Erica Angela. Um, and so these names, these people, these energies, these are about it warrior energies, you know. And so um, I was raised, all me and my brothers, we were raised understanding that especially as black people in America, it was a part of our responsibility to have a social consciousness and that if there were ills or injustices that spoke to our hearts, we shouldn't just feel that, but we should do something about it. And so watching murder since I was 12 years old, losing one of my brothers in 2007. For murder? Uh, for murder. Mm. Um, one of my brothers was shot and dead on arrival and survived in 2001, and he now does a lot of work in the city as well. But um, being impacted by so much violence throughout my life, I've been raped twice. Um, so just being impacted by so much violence in my life and having to learn that no matter what happens to my body, what I actually am is always whole and complete and cannot be touched. It is eternal energy. And if I am anchored in that energy, then it is um, um, it's unlimited what I'm able to do. And that's not just me. If I'm saying that out loud to people, then they notice their unlimited potential as well. And I think that's what's happening with this Baltimore ceasefire and Baltimore Peace Challenge effort is people have been told that they can't make a difference, that there's nothing they can do about the violence. And we're coming to them going, actually, you can. And so they remember who they are and they remember their power, not just individually, but collectively. And I think that's why it's so impactful because the media was not checking for us in May when we sent out the no, press release. Not at all. But once you start seeing it pop up everywhere, what is this bottle? It, we, the community made the media come to us. Right. Right. There was an energy that seemed that, that, yeah. that, that enveloped the city yes. that was became impossible to ignore. I, impossible. Right? Yes, yeah. right. So how did you get into this? Boom. Um, well, first of all, I like to give all praise to the Most High I got here, first of all. Secondly, I like to give all praise to a great gentleman by the name of Robert Wolf, founder of 300 Gangsters, who put us in a position of all us men to be able to seem worthy for a situation what like is, this. What is 300 Gangsters? 300 Gangsters is a movement that was founded by Robert Wolf. I'm the co-founder of 300 Gangsters. When the uprising was here, of course, as you've seen through the city, you've seen a lot of, of course, vanguards. I don't use the word gang because the narrative of that is two or more people with the same ideology going to go do something. Is that anybody can be that. So vanguards were standing up for their city. And this was the first time that the city got to see true vanguard work was in the 2015. So at that time, when I seen that opportunity, as well as Brother Robert Wolf seen that opportunity to um, unionize, we took that challenge. 
And of course, we grabbed all those men together. And to this day, from uh, December 6th, December 30th of uh, 2015, mm -hmm. 300 gangsters have been formed all around the world, talking in prisons, talking in schools. And uh, that's why we play such a big part in this movement. See, our ceasefire starts from the mind down. See, peace means proper education always corrects error. I'm going to repeat that. Peace means proper education always corrects error. But who wants to hear education when you hurt? Hurt people hurt people. And that's the time that we are in right now. The men that I used to walk with, as well as myself, I was a hurt man. So I used to dish that such hurt out. So I would be the main one that would go into the fire <laughs> to mm -hmm. overstand. I'll repeat that. Overstand the men, the women, the addicts. Uh, because I was in that world, you know, 20 years ago. You know, so I'm, uh, I have an invested interest to be able to resurrect this situation. So my ceasefire standpoint comes from, as me once being 20, I've been home 20 years since 1997. Congratulations. Um, not really, a, I mean, I'll take that. Yeah. But, you know, but the congratulations actually goes to the people that accepted what they got. When they came home in 97, they, ex they had a package of a returning citizen. Yep, I hear now, 20 years ago, look at me sitting right here now to yeah. be a productive citizen. Wow. And my city is calling upon me to handle some of the same ills that they knocked me for. So, again, as I say, it takes the person where they say, you've been there and you've done that. Um, I, I definitely thank Erica again because that was an opportunity to feel as though it's like a confirmation that the work that we was doing was of, of, of some source that Erica could feel as though to bring a part of us and many of the people that she called. I hope they feel just as honored as us because we're not going to get what they would call um, upper uh, upper accolades, kudos or anything that we give rewards, money. Again, 300 Gangsters is not an organization. We are a movement. It's the big difference between an organization and a movement. We're unorthodox. I can be out five, six, seven o'clock at night without my organization saying, hold up, that's not part of the protocol you're supposed to be in there. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> this is not a um, protocol war. This is a war that you're really going to have to, as I call it, when I say war, not just war, you know, gun plan, war to mind, more to spirit. We are at war mentally, physically, spiritually. Yes. We are a city of three decades of deprived education. That is, a, that's a violence right there. That's a violence on right. our young kids' growth and development to even overstand what a person like a 300 Gangsters would bring them or a person like a Erica would bring them. So again, um, me being in Baltimore 43 years, I'm 43, I got a strong invested interest, seven kids, two college grads. Like I'm trying to get some of these young men to see the better pursuit of happiness, that they got kids, they got this. Um, I will say that uh, Baltimore, not just as citizens, have breeded a response first culture instead of a, um, a, a protocol before the act happens. See, we're into before the act happened. I'm not right. here when Prevention. you get over to jail. In our situation, when you over to jail, it's a little too late right. because there's no reform. And that's why, again, in this ceasefire, I'm mm. sending messages in the prison because if we get somebody that's coming out in the next month and have no understanding of ceasefire, that one person, because it only takes one. So, yeah, I'm more into, um, I, I'm very into changing the mental process as well as Brother Big Wolf and many other the great vanguards throughout this city who has transformed their lives that the, a lot of people may not give them to see that manifestation. But again, I know with my heart, you know what I mean? With my heart, put my, you got to put your heart in this, you know what I mean? I know with my heart, again, um, we take that first step. That's why we don't have a circle. We got a line. Nobody's in front of you. Nobody's in back of you. You got a, a sky and you got the foot. Is that first step you take. That's the no, step. That's, that's, that's very powerful. And I, so uh, let me, let, I want our listeners to put their heads and souls around what we're talking about here. Okay. Folks, do join us here at 410-319-8888. Many of you have written me and called about 
uh, your support of Baltimore Ceasefire Command Yay! on August the fourth, and we want to you know get get yeah. talk about why and what you think that means. But talk about let's talk about what this means. I mean, one of the things okay. you said, Eric, when we walked in, when you walked in here today, was that this is. Um, not just about the weekend of August the 4th. That's right. This is something more powerful than that. I mean, you nobody knows what's going to happen August the 4th. I hope that the spirits are with everybody and that there are no shootings and killings that weekend for three days would be... That would be would, beautiful. It would be beautiful. And we know there are many s- systemic reasons that impact violence, that just three days and two months, three months of outreach is not going to heal all of that. What what has happened, though, is it has started, it's made a lot more people have conversations about the root causes of violence, all of the things that impact violence, oppression and depression, and just the fact that America is like the most violent place on earth in a system where in order for the system to succeed, some people have to be at the bottom of that system. And so if those on top are going to keep the structure strong, there has to be very intentional and consistent methods of keeping people on the bottom. So if you teach that violence is power as your American, you know, as as American as American pie, you know, if that is the pie, that violence is power, then of course in those places where people feel disempowered and people are intentionally oppressed, you're going to see them using the same methods to get power as you see people who are maintaining the power at the top. And it is through all sorts of violence. And so um, we know that talking to one another about personal responsibility and personally committing to peace is not going to heal all of those things. It will cause rumblings in people's spirits, right? Because we don't know who's plotting on somebody's life right now at the moment that we walk up and go, hey, have you heard about the Baltimore Peace Challenge? You know, like, and so even if they move forward with their plans, you can't unhear things. You now have, you have a rumbling in your spirit. And I think that's what we all have been feeling is Baltimore's foundation is kind of being shaken loose a little bit. So if, if someone, I'm going to go to the phone to you in a minute, but first, Angela, the first caller up, we're going to come right to your call, but just not that I want this to happen. Let me just throw this out so people okay. understand what you all are talking about. Okay. Supposing we have this weekend and, and murders are down or shootings are down, mm-hmm. but somebody gets shot and killed. Right? Yeah, yeah. People will say, okay, you, you failed. Mm-hmm. That'll be in some people's heads, right? Of course they will. So, people so, are so that's why I want to talk about like what the larger philosophical <laughs> and, and community power movement this is about right. that's beyond just saying, you know, beyond just the numbers. Yeah. That's but right. it has to do with how building community and trying to change things from your work. Yes, a culture shift is what it's right. about. Right. Yes. And the moment they really engaged to see that I've I've, I'm a second chance at bad in the box. Guess what? Um, We can amalam shit about that. All we took the parent and we with that word sister got murdered 20 years ago. She got murdered like 1996, August 3rd. Three to five that. And see how I got through that like relationship the way we have. Right. That over, man, man, Erica still got to deal with sibling playing that's going to give me a her identity. That if don't nobody heal, we gonna get one person that wasn't even part of that that can heal with us. We won already. Like I told her, I put my gun down. We won already. If one person put that gun down, we won already. Right. Yeah. We won already. The, the war is already. The war was won yeah. the day she got on the phone. And our book. One, one life that can get taken away as well as one life that can save. When that one that yeah. we save may be the one to get this city yeah. right. It ain't us. We're just I the templates. But we're going to wake somebody mind up, man, woman, child, elder, and they're going to get this city done. That's the city we from. And my so, hope really is, a, is that if, to speak on the, like, if someone gets killed that weekend, like, at this point, I think, 
because so many people have been doing the work of owning this peace challenge that everybody's going to be watching like please please don't let anybody kill anybody this weekend and so if somebody gets killed the outcry i think is gonna be different Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. so that family is gonna like people are gonna rush what do they need what you know like to make sure that they're not going to be okay, but to, you know, try to come and give some support. And so for people who say, oh, if somebody gets killed, you know, that this has failed, those are people who don't understand work. They don't understand <laughs> evolution. They don't understand process. the system that we live in, right, in process, in process, right? And so they don't, so they can think that it failed, and they probably feel like a failure in a lot of things in their lives because people don't understand that what success looks like is a whole bunch of failures. It looks like I got turned down this way and this door closed and that thing that I thought I didn't want to happen. I got involved in mediation work because my brother got shot by a friend and was dead on arrival. That's how I ended up learning about community mediation because I was having conflict with my with my coworker about that. I ended up being involved in the in helping to repeal the death penalty because my brother got killed and later somebody said, "Oh, you're a homicide survivor and you're against the death penalty." You know, like most of the things that have happened in my life where to other people it looks like I just like stepped into greatness. It was because I endured something horrific that scars that I'm going to live with and heal the rest of my life. But I have to use that stuff to go, who do I decide to be in relation to that? Who, how do I decide to use that and transform it? And so, Because it's not here to take me. It's not here to kill me. It's not here to break me. It may be here to burn me down and let me see that I know how to rise from ashes. Yeah. Let me open the phones in that line. Yes, 410-319-8888. Angela, you're on the air. Welcome. Line one. Well, thank you. Good, Good morning. Good morning. Um, first of all, I would like to say that, Erica, I am, I don't know you, but I am so, so very proud of you as a, sister, a fellow sister in this community. Thank you. I heard you on NPR last week on National Public Radio. <laughs> okay? National Public Radio. Thank you. Um, and if, if this wasn't something that the, the nation as a whole needs to know about, you would not have been on there, sister. So I'm so proud of you. Yes. Um, secondly... I'd like to call and make a challenge to everyone in Baltimore who has a a sphere of influence or a social network um, comprised of people who don't live in Baltimore City. Reach out to them, too. You know, a lot of times you don't have to air out dirty laundry, but everybody knows about what's going on in Baltimore, but they don't know what's going on in Baltimore. One of my best friends who has lived um, in Baltimore County, most of her time here in Maryland, she, this was maybe two months after the uprising, we had uh, a charitable event at Coppin, and we were leaving, and we were driving down North Avenue, and this is, I mean, this is a very, one of the most loving women I know. She says, you know, I just can't believe this, you know, what, this is what happened during the, the riot." And I looked at her, I said, I said, Karen, no, this, this is the result of decades, mm. decades mm. of disinvestment, yes. decades of, of our community just being um, overlooked. 
and and this didn't happen in a day. This has been going on for generations. So we need to also pull in those people who who do care for us, but really just don't understand what is going on in our city. So I'll put a, a call out to all of our brothers and sisters in the city. You know, pull in those people who, who care for us, but really don't know what's been going on. And that's my statement. Rosa, thank you so much. Appreciate the call. Let's get another call in here before we have to go to break. It's 410-319-8888. Bernard in Northeast Baltimore, you're on the air. Welcome. Uh, hi, I'm Mark. Good morning, uh, Bernard. I'm just curious. Uh, do do uh, your guests recall the um, way that folks were during the Million Man March uh, as far as the, it seemed like there was kind of this thing in the air where people were a little kinder, a little, little nicer to uh, I do remember that. But yeah, the first Million Man March, I especially remember that, yes. Yeah, and I don't know if there are any statistics that relate to that with regard to that was taking place during that time period, like immediately afterwards, because I certainly recall that that was a feeling that went beyond just that uh, one day. And I don't know if it would be possible to, uh, I know it's kind of late in the ball game for what's coming up, but to possibly get uh, some of our our uh, young black men who uh, are interested in trying to see this happen to make a challenge to these young fellas, similar to what happened that day on the mall. Because I remember when I was there in D.C., we were opening doors for young ladies. We were kind. And a lot of people stayed home in Washington that day because there was this... Uh, undertone where there was going to be violence because of all these black men uh, coming to D.C. And, and so folks stayed home and it was totally uh, to the contrary. And so I'm just wondering, you know, can anything of that nature possibly help what, what we're trying to do? Right, on that note, we can take a very short break and come right back and let our guests respond to that and also talk about what's going to happen this weekend. Uh, get Doug Colbert and Reverend Doc Napata on the air for their questions before we have to move to our next segment and get us all out to support this a week from this weekend. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks. Good to have you with us here on the Mark Steiner Show and your source for cool jazz and more, WEAA 88.9 FM, the voice of the community. We're talking about Baltimore ceasefire. Nobody kill anybody for 72 hours starting August the 4th. Created by Erica Richford, who is Director of Training for Community Mediation Maryland, with allies and friends making it happen, and PFK Boom, who's here in the in the house, and you all are 410-319-8888. Want to give a quick response to the last caller, and then we can jump into the other two callers? Absolutely. The reason that the the ceasefire, we think, again, is impactful is because everybody, whatever challenge you want to put to anybody, then that's what you do. You own this effort by doing what you think is going to promote peace. Um, And so if you want to put out a challenge to men to go and grab up other young men and to have them doing something that weekend or just to begin mentoring them or whatever it is you want to do, then that's what you need to be doing. If people are doing, like, actual events that weekend, we are asking people 
to please email the details of your event to be more ceasefire at gmail.com. Because be more ceasefire at gmail.com because uh. we have a public Google calendar and we can and hmm. we're putting everything on the calendar. So if you go to the Baltimore Ceasefire Facebook page, that calendar loads every day. And you can look and see all of the things that have been happening up to that weekend related mm-hmm. to the ceasefire and it is already jam-packed with events and things that people are doing from that Friday to that Sunday and so we don't want to leave anybody out like we want everybody to be able to go and see what everybody else is doing so yes whatever you want to do do it do not contact us and say is it okay if I do but we don't have control over what you want to do again I didn't all I did was set it out loud because old goon put it in my head. You know, that's really the only thing that happened. And I just happened to know how to, you know, how to organize some stuff. And so I could grab some people to who knew how to do that. And that's that's it. Everybody else is doing the rest. So what? Exactly. So t- talk. About, I mean, what what are you all planning to do this weekend? What, what what are your plans for the weekend as organizers of this? Well, what I'm well. Not saying what I'm. That's one thing we're going to get away. Just collectively, what, what people are doing. Collectively, what are people, my yeah. unit is doing. I'm deciding to take on the whole East Baltimore side. I'm focusing on East Baltimore from that point on for the next six months. I'll be at Bel Air Addison area in that community all the way to Chester Street. And what, um, like the last caller said, my unit is exactly that. My unit is going to go get those, you know, what we would call vulnerable youth, vulnerable young men as well as young, vulnerable young adults. And we're going to, of course, um, engage them, educate them, and empower them with a tough love process if we have to bring it, and as, as well as a regular <laughs> love process. The tough love process is that hurt, hurt people have not been, they didn't say, yo, I love you. That word stings a person who's never been, he looking at you like you crazy. First you gotta say, hold up, brother. what's going on? It's foreign. So unto those words like that, you know, that was given to us, that's why we had love said to us. That's mm-hmm. why we know that's part of the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't help the people unless you love the people. So again, in that weekend, it's going to be food. It's going to be um, engagement. In my situation, I'm going to have black lawyers, uh, Russell Neverdon, many of us, the Nation of Islam, who of course 300 Gangsters in alliance with, and that's the only people we are in alliance with to the death and to even my kids' kids. 300 Gangsters will forever be in alliance with them. They will be out there actively on the beat, engaging. Uh, we're going to have literature out there ex-offender aware literature again i told you i'm part of a, a movement like alpha justice will be out there mm-hmm. uh giving um uh, all they can from legislative overstanding all the way down to child support uh, uh overstanding because of the stress factor of child support and survival crimes come from out of some of the systematic injustice that comes to our city to even make these reactionary situations to have us here today so we're going to attack the stress we're going to attack child support we're going to attack not being able to find a job i know where a lot of jobs that for felons but if they can't can't get to me so we're going to bring those situations this weekend to engage i have clothes for young men to go to interviews i have clothes for your daughter i have clothes we're going to try to attack as much as we i have free food for you today i have uh everything that we need that uh, our needs to make this thing what it is and again like that gentleman just called then to get those young men to give them that feeling that we're talking about that's with 300 gangsters and uh, a wolf as we took that back to big wolf to overstand where he want us to go at with this and it's strictly we going strictly we going in the fire you're going in the fire so whoever want to go in the fire on that day if that's what we will call it we're going to bring water to the fire to put it out we're not fighting fire with fire no more that that's already we've seen what that got us we're gonna fight fire with water if you're gonna do a hands up don't shoot do it with your people 
Not with the opposition. <laughs> right. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Um, some, <laughs> some of the, um, so there are some events that I know I'm going to attend. I haven't figured out everything I'm going to do, um, but I know that on Friday night, Shelly's Helping Hands is doing a peace rally at Emerson Avenue and Wildwood Parkway. I know I'm going to be there. Saturday morning, I am doing a meditation walk at the um, Labyrinth. Um, at the Y on 33rd Street, I find Labyrinth Walks some of the most healing and transforming things I ever do in my I life. I might need to be there. Yeah, anytime <laughs> I go to the Labyrinth, because it is you are bringing whatever it is you want from the outside, and it is a journey into the center of your being, into the middle of the Labyrinth, and then asking your higher self, your creator, the entire universe, your ancestors, your angels, whatever you connect to for whatever answers and strength and healing you need, and then you walk the labyrinth back out like you're bringing that from the center of your being back out into the world, and it is a silent walk the entire time. And it's a beautiful space, mm-hmm. too, yes, at that, yes, that labyrinth. Yeah. So I'm doing that on Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Mm. I'm going to, um, there's a sip and paint at Community Mediation that evening. I'm going there. Sunday, the... Um, the Baltimore Ceasefire Organizing Squad ha- is hosting um, at 1 p.m. We will be doing a peace walk from Shot Tower to City Hall. Mm-hmm. And when we get to City Hall, we are going to have a vigil where we call every name of people who lost their lives to violence from January 1st of this year to, to this August moment. 6th mm-hmm. of this year. Um, I'm going to be calling um, I'm not sure yet. I think wound work I'm going to call to get drummers so we can have drummers there as well. Ogun said drummers need to be there. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make sure we have drummers there. I'm going to um, reach out to some people so that somebody can pour libation first at City Hall before we call the names so that we can call all of the names of our ancestors um, who are still with us. And I am sure are pushing this forward. I've been saying a lot privately to my friends. I don't know if you know who U was. Um, yes. But doing this has made me miss him so badly because of how just wow he would have been going to make this thing pop, you know, and how proud he would have been of us to do it, you know. And so um, Ogun and I were talking the other day about, like, wait a minute, he is still proud of us. He is doing whatever work he can do on the unseen side to let us know I am right here pushing this thing. You know, I don't think it is a mistake that the Baltimore Sun put it on the cover and then Reddit put it on the front page of their website and now people in Portugal and Russia and right. Asia and like from all over the world are supporting this. No, no, this is, this is, this is the kind of, this to me speaks of a, a, a new spiritual political energy yes. that is moving. Yes. It's coming out of the pain in the city yes. into light. That's really very powerful. Which is where I really was trying to get you all on the show here. I'm glad we had a chance to do this before. Okay, thank you for having me. You know, so let, let me let yes. me and then get a couple of calls in here before we have to okay. move on, and we'll put this on our website. It's going to be we'll, be we'll shout out about this to all of our listeners as well. Four one zero three one nine eighty eight eighty eight. The Reverend Daki Napata, you're on the air, Daki. Hey, but I uh, have been inspired, and uh, I went on my first demonstration at two years old. My mother took me, and I'm six. I'll be sixty six this year. And, 
Young man. Had it. Yeah, right. Mitch Schneider over at the homeless used to say, once you burn in, you don't burn out. But that's not true because you get depressed and uh, you get tired and uh, and even sometimes you get suicidal and lose hope. So I thank uh, these people, uh, young people and, and the brother and sister and, and even the station for doing what he's doing, even as I'm in great conflict with the station, but that's a different thing. The point I'm, I want to make is this. This is not new energy. Right. This is, this is, this is cosmic energy. Yes. It comes from the stars. You know, I mm. when they ask me where we come from, point to the stars and have them count them one by one. When they are finished, mm. if they ever finish, take them to the seashore and count the grains of sand one by one. And if they finish, then ask them to ask us the question, how many seasons, how many movements has been since we've been unborn? I say that mm. to say that whether it be when we participated with in 83 with uh, trying to get blacks elected to the top of the ticket to change things because all the money was going to the inner harbor of the uptown. When we talk about, uh, I, got a, I was the first one arrested on opening day at, uh, at Harbor Place when uh, there was supposed to be, uh, t- there was no hot water uh, down in Lafayette Project. And Shaver did not t- show up, so Bob Cheeks. So when we remember these things, Bob Cheeks of welfare rights, uh, three generations of struggle. I, I, I hear that, that theme of intergenerational struggle and movement. Uh, three generations of struggle. It's that's the red, where it'll quietly look like Rosa Parks. And D2, a, a Panther. Uh, and uh, anyway, the young, young kids, uh, they were part of that movement. And so I say that because of what? As I hear the sister say, you can do what you want to do. It's very important that you clearly state, I'm sure you've already done it, not tweak it, what you're in coalition around. Because other folks will try to act in your name and sabotage and do all kinds of things, including the city and the government. We know that to be a fact. So we I do know that to be a fact. <laughs> yeah, people will experience. <laughs> so, Zach, we only have a few, like 10 minutes left. I want to get some other callers. I'm going to ask you to kind of finish up with your hands, brother and sister, so we can get on to another caller. I challenge WEAA, the station, which I helped start as a student. I challenge the station and Morgan State University and Howard and also Harvard. You know, to step to the plate and coalition and align so it's not a me thing or I thing, it's a we thing. And I challenge those corporations as we did when we were dealing with Korean conflict uh, in Baltimore City. They did a week-long convention or a week-long activity down at the convention center. Corporations, okay. Tennessee, everybody. we need a weakness. And I, I, I challenge this station to do that. And I'm, I'm going to thank my brother, Sean Yost, who will be having these folks on the show yeah, next every Wednesday. Thursday, he has this one. So, so Sean, is, uh, Sean has been a, a person who's my – we're partners here in our, in our talk shows here at the station. And uh, I in the morning, he in the evening. And uh, he is um, he, he's committed to this community. So he is. He is a, he's a good brother. So 410-319-8888. Doug, you're on the air. Yeah, hi, Mark. Good morning, I want Doug. To give a shout out to Boone who's for the wonderful work he's doing in the Doug community. Doug Colbert. Uh, thank doing, you, sir. Boy? How you doing? I'm good, brother. I'm good. And I certainly want to thank Erica. Erica, one of your colleagues, Nicole Hansen, invited uh, myself and some lawyers. Uh, Boone was making reference to Russell. Um, we're trying to get, uh, I'm already lining up some lawyers from Maryland Law School and from the community. Uh, to be oh, for the that. overnight that Alpha Justice is doing? Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. So the Alpha Justice folks, and I wanted to invite other lawyers who may be listening to the program. Uh, you can get in touch with me if, if you're if, um, uh, over at Maryland Law School, and uh, we're trying to arrange four-hour shifts for people to be spending Friday night and Saturday night uh, providing advice to people in landlord-tenant matters, child support, 
open warrants that people may have. Um, and so we're, we're very pleased to be invited to join, and we're all looking forward to it. And I just thank all of you for reaching out to Baltimore and making this a very important event. Yay. Thank you, sir. We all we got. Thank you, brother. Good to have you on the air with us. Let's get one more call in here so we can let uh, our guests here kind of round us out. 410-319-8888. Ali, Ali, you're on the air. Welcome. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Ali. I had to pull off, I had to pull off and uh, just wait for my turn. And I appreciate the fact that the time has come for this young lady to come out of her shell with her family's dynamic and get on with the call of ceasefire. I I have to allude to the earlier or two earlier callers with the brother commenting and saying that um, we have to stop fight fire with fire. And I have to say from my personal experience, one day my wife and I were working in a townhouse and a little kid crawled in, had no feet to walk on. He was just an invalid. And he says, I want to be a fireman. And I said to him, my friend, you can be the best fireman by understanding how much your role in society is. You may not be able to pull the hose, but in the end, you can be the fire chief Mm. by letting people understand how important education is especially in this day and age where children are so precocious and wants to fool around with fire, you can go to your school and tell them, look, we cannot play with fire because fire is going to burn the building and everybody would suffer. Anyway, that's just my side piece. But let me get on to this real <laughs> thing. Yeah, we don't have a lot of time, Ali. I have to ask you to really <laughs> make it fast. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I think... I think one of the main themes that should couple this ceasefire has to be seen in this light. That one life saved yes. is the saving of all humanity. Come on now, yes. And if we do not save one life, mm. we are destroying it. Because mm. if, if we are in the food line and somebody comes in front of us to cut into that food line... He must be more hungrier than me. Come on. So, so let him go. Let him not be an irritant to you. Let your empathy work. We have to dig in and serve our fellow human being regardless of who they are. Yeah. And that's the only way we can change the tide of ignorance, selfishness, and blight that our, our own people have brought on ourselves by not understanding the power that anger brings. All right, and Ali, Ali, I'm going to have to stop there just because we're almost out of time. I want to give our guests a chance to, to, to have their say and wrap this up for us in the next five minutes as we uh, move on to the next segment because this is really a very critically important thing. Um, where do you want to take us? The Queen. Erica. Um, so I really want people to... Like, there, there needs to be a really big push in these last two weeks. If you have not been talking to everybody you meet about that the Baltimore ceasefire is a thing and that everybody is making a commitment to peace on purpose, I don't know what you're waiting for, but you need to stop and right. start doing that. 
because you don't want to be all, you know, at the end and like, oh, I was about it too. No, you wasn't. And we know you weren't. So, <laughs> like, it's a, like, there needs to be a big push these last two weeks. Um, thinking about um, what, about if family, if somebody loses their life that weekend, um, we are, um, if you go to the Baltimore Ceasefire page, you will see a way that we are collecting money so that we can um, give people that support if they, if they lose somebody that weekend. Um, and we really want people to be very thoughtful about how we treating each other. You know, how are we, um, like, like the brother Ali was just now saying, this idea that it could fail, it can't possibly fail. Even if somebody loses their life right. that weekend, there's that. going their family is going to receive love that they could not imagine because it happened that weekend at a time where people were being thoughtful about our actions and reactions. And and like Boom said, if he can put his gun down, it's a success. If one life is saved, you are saving humanity. So uh, we only have a few, literally two minutes left in the segment. So I want to make sure how, how people make the contact again. Yeah, so Baltimore Ceasefire is the page on Facebook. Be more ceasefire at gmail.com is the email address. Baltimore Ceasefire on Instagram. You want to close out very quickly, Brother Boone? Yeah, the thing I'll close out on this weekend, uh, which is the uh, the weekend of the 29th, which is at Connections from 3 to 5, we will be having all and everybody all call who have not heard everything Erica said come to Connections from 3 to 5. The high school you're talking about? The high yes. school Connections right behind yeah. Mon Darman, right? Yeah, right. Every, the old Mel We need right. you there. Everybody will be there who want to know more about uh, Ceasefire, want to know about the operations that be going on and everything that will be happening after that. We have the template ready. We, we all we got, we all we need. Put your skin in the game yes. and we will win no skin no win salute 300 gangsters so the saturday 3 to 5 p.m be more ceasefire at gmail.com baltimore ceasefire on, on facebook, facebook. Yes, yeah yeah i want to thank the two of you for uh, the love and passion you bring to our community and what you want to do to heal us all it really means a great deal to me uh erica bridgeford Director of Training for Community Mediation Maryland and PFK Boom, who doesn't need much more of an introduction. Thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for bringing Mark, your baby to the you. studio. Thank you. Thank you too, sir. We're going to take a short break and we're going to find out about a brand new film from one of our own sisters here at the station. Don't go away. <laughs> 